are the mystery history podcast i'm allison i'm rachel welcome to episode 119 on the watcher the true story the true story not the, the fake one the one you watched on netflix yeah not you but not me people. i didn't watch it yet but i want to <laughs> <laughs> i hear that it really sucks really sucks is too strong of a word it just wasn't good little like it wasn't uh, fell flat yeah i mean it wasn't bad and it wasn't good like i wouldn't tell anybody to watch it but i also wouldn't be like don't watch it it's so so bad you yeah know? well i feel like that's kind of and you'll have to fill me in since you watched it this might jog your memory because i know you watched it a little while ago but i i feel like the real story is kind of like that too <laughs> like yeah you think this uh exciting thing is unfolding and then it just kind of falls flat so out well you asked me how it ended yeah yesterday at a party and i was like i honestly don't remember well that's not a good sign yeah (laughs) i don't remember (laughs) so wasn't anything crazy (laughs) but yeah i don't know well um Real quick before we get into this, we unloaded a lot of just banter crap on you last episode, so we're going to keep it short and sweet this week. Uh, What do we want them to do? Like, share, subscribe, please. Yes, please. Tell a buddy, bring a friend, and join our Patreon. Yeah, join our Patreon. We have a $2... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead, because I'm going to change the subject. Okay, segue. So before we segue... $2 or $5 tier, you can find it on our website, uh, the link to our Patreon. And we were, we posted one of the videos from Waverly, uh, but Mm -hmm. we have more that we're going to be unloading on our Patreon. So if you wanted to see videos that we took or things like that, that is exclusively for Patreon members. Um, And we didn't want to hit it all in one week. So we're kind of just peppering them in. Um, but that is an exclusive only for either tier to receive. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say we were asked what the link to our Discord was. Mm. And we have not been on Discord at all. Yes. It was our fairy In godfather. A while. Yes. Sure. Our fairy godfather asked for it. And I was like, unfortunately, I mean, I sent it, but neither of us have posted on there and <laughs> like it for i mean i don't know how long it's been a very long time probably we should like probably yeah we should probably try that again so maybe this week you guys keep an eye out on discord and if you are out there respond with literally anything so we know that you are on there and using it because i feel like that was kind of the thing we weren't it's not like a lot of people were interacting so right it kind of just like this story there, say something yeah okay exactly well then the last thing that we wanted to say is you know we were on a break for a while now we're back um we are getting our calendar together for um our dear friend jamie that does all of our graphics we have been terrible uh as far as planning out our lives 
So we would like episode suggestions. If there's anything that you guys want to hear, we're going to be getting those ready for probably the next couple months, maybe one or two months, uh, just to kind of lay out the groundwork for what we've got coming up. But if you guys want to hear anything specific, we will pepper that in with what we are coming up with. Yep. So let us know. Let us know. All right. You got anything else business related? Nah. Tell us about these letters. Let's do it. June 2014, which was not that long ago. No. Derek and Maria Bradis purchased their new home at 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey. Derek had been working on the property, doing some renovation work, and decided to check the mailbox to see if they had received any mail at their new address. When he opened the door, he found a white envelope addressed to the new owner. Tearing open the letter, this is what he read. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Mm-hmm. That just read weird. Do you need to fill do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? That's weird. Yeah. It is wording weird. wise. Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. Ew. What? No. The letter was ended with the writer saying, welcome, my friends, welcome. Let the party begin. Signed, The Watcher. No, thank you, sir. (laughs) There's so many things in there that would be terrifying to read in a welcome to the neighborhood letter. Yeah, not a fan. Your whole family has been watching this house over the time. Like, that's weird. Do you know what's in the walls no <laughs> don't want to know what's in the walls <laughs> talking about young blood creepy yeah. and if somebody wrote they would call to my children once they learn their names i better never find you <laughs> yeah i'll punch everybody in the face whoever talks right. to my child <laughs> on the lawn not right. up in here yeah that's ridiculous So like you do whenever you receive a letter like this, Derek calls the police because I would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And he actually contacted the couple who had sold them the house. Also, the sellers did admit that they received a letter from the watcher a few days before they moved out, making claims about observing the house. So they don't allude to any of these prior to just this one letter saying We've been watching you and we know you're leaving. Two weeks later, another letter shows up, but this time Maria, Derek's wife, is the one who found it. The envelope was addressed directly to her and her husband, even though their names were spelt wrong. The letter said, welcome again to your new home at 657 Boulevard. 
The workers have been busy and I've been watching you unload carfuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found what's in the walls yet? In time, they will. No. Like, okay. What would you do? I'd be grabbing a hammer and being like, let's see what's in these damn walls. Is there a better way to see if anything is in your walls than tearing them down? Like, can you? I wonder if they have like, you know, that ground penetrating radar. That's what I was thinking. Like, do they have something like that they can do just to check for skeletons in the wall real quick? I'm sure there has to be something. I think there has to be something too. So I would get one of those is what I would do. Mm -hmm. And I'd also put up 9,000 cameras, which is what they do in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the letter letter continued saying that they learned a lot about the family and their kids listing their nicknames. Okay. Not even their names, their nicknames and their ages. How, you know, my kid's nickname. She's got about 57 of them. How, you know, I don't like that. I don't either. The watcher knew the layout of the house, asking which rooms the kids were going to play and sleep in, and said that they should be afraid of playing in the basement because their parents would never be able to hear them scream down there. WTF. That is so... I feel like in the movie, they did not start our TV show, whatever. They didn't start off so aggressive. Like yeah. immediately, they were like mildly creepy. These are like, here's the first two letters. I'm coming for your kids. Yeah. Like, you where are they able sleeping? to hear them scream mm. in the basement? No. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I would move immediately. And that's so easy to say because I feel the same way. It's like, I would get out of there and I don't care what kind of financial turmoil that I'm in. But some people tie up all their money in the house. And luckily for them at this point, they're just renovating. So they're not even living there, really. I mean, they're just slowly moving their things in, renovating. Mm -hmm. They never, they're not in there yet. Yeah, they're not sleeping in there yet. Well, I'm just saying what I personally would do. Because I... I if I tied all my money and financially I couldn't like afford to sell and move right away, okay, I will not be staying in that house. Me and my family will be staying somewhere else and that house can sit until I can financially get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, there's always options to be had. And especially right. when you feel like your family, your kids specifically right we're in danger yeah i mean there's always options to be had that's not necessarily true for everyone yeah you know some people truly would not have somewhere to go i know that i would have places to go like multiple options so we would definitely not be staying there but yeah yeah i don't know crazy have to get out the Bradises had yet to move into the house because of the renovations, and now Derek and Maria stopped coming to the house and were debating whether or not to even move in. Yeah. As you do. Absolutely. <laughs> they decided to set up webcams and spend the night crouched outside to see if they could spot who was watching the house. Desperate times. Call mm-hmm. for desperate measures. But they Stake didn't find out. anything. No. No, they didn't see anybody, which is even more ominous. Like, 
if you know somebody's it's the fear of the unknown you have no idea who this person is or like how they're watching you yeah like maybe they especially if they know the nicknames of the children that would almost make me feel like they have something in the house that is watching and listening to what you're doing that's what i was thinking Mm -hmm. that just makes me feel like airbnbs also like oh yeah super weird yeah somebody could just put whatever anywhere and you have no idea oh and and they do like people do do that and all i have to say to them is i hope you enjoyed the show i know same i don't think (laughs) i'm that worried about it honestly nobody wants to see my naked body anywhere so (laughs) jokes on you (laughs) (laughs) jokes on you right Uh, that's what i was thinking like it's not like there's anything special going on over here so i don't i don't know if that's what you gotta do to get your jollies go ahead (laughs) i don't know but I'm just thinking about the Airbnb experiences we've had and I've had in other places. And they're always like, I prefer them to a hotel. Yeah. I mean, I you, can see if they're nice, like yes. there's been one and it's one of the ones we stayed in. I would not prefer that to a hotel. <laughs> yeah. But the really pretty houses, which I've stayed in a couple, like just really cool, pretty houses. And it's, I don't know, nicer. (laughs) It is nice. I like it better. But yeah, cameras, I don't know. And like, I'm just crouching outside Mm -hmm. to like see is an interesting choice. I feel like I would go in the house and just like me and my husband would, yeah, like stay awake all night and just see what we can see yeah cop out. right yeah like go sit in your car or something i don't know crouching outside is just kind of like weird sounds very uncomfortable choice oh yeah crouching no not for me (laughs) oh i will continue soon (laughs) another letter arrived and it said I will be patient and wait for this to pass and for you to bring the young blood back to me. 657 Boulevard needs young blood. It needs you. Come back. Let the young blood play again like I once did. Let the young blood sleep in 657 Boulevard. Stop changing it and let it alone. No. Ew. So to me, this letter would appear that this person grew up in this house, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're the if your grandpa and your father and you like all of them had been watchers, that does not allude to the fact that you were living there. You were watching other people live there. So I'm right. very confused as to what's going on. Well, it says let them play like I once did. So eh, maybe maybe it doesn't it's just allude like allude to them. It's because Being it's followed by them, let them sleep in, in the house. That makes yeah. it sound like it would be them, but it doesn't say it's him. So I think maybe just play like kids. Yeah. That's what they meant. I don't know. Uh, six months after purchasing the home that they never moved into, Derek and Maria decided to put the house back on the market. And of course, it didn't sell because anytime you want to sell a house, the market's like, no, no, not today. Bad. Yeah. Right. In 2016, they decided to list the house again 
and they were trying to be open and honest with anybody that they showed it to. So any potential buyers, they actually showed them the handwritten letters, which I think is very above board and good for them. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Um, All but unfortunately for them, all the buyers that they showed um, the letters to, they backed out. They're like, nah. If you were going to do that, what they should have done is when they posted the house, say, there's creepy letters that are coming to this house, everybody. And I feel like then those kind of people would want to come see the house. But like normal families, if you're like, hey, here's these creep letters we've been getting. No, thank you. Right. No, you're right. They should have advertised it as such, I feel like. Deciding to pivot since they can't sell it. They rented the home to a family. Two weeks after they moved in, a letter arrived. To the vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria. You wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. Maybe you even spoke to me. One of the so-called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be. Or maybe you do know and are too scared to tell anyone. Good move. That's weird. It's it's escalating. They're He's pissed. Yeah. That's weird. Or maybe you do know. Yeah, like Ooh. you would just be everybody's a suspect. Right. I would think so. That would be terrible. Mhm. And a plus because they haven't moved in, you know, they just have been renov- renovating at this point. They probably haven't met a ton and built like relationships because they aren't there all weren't the time. There. You know? Yeah, they didn't live, they never lived there. You know, as a, the renters though that are getting this letter, like, are I bet they're really glad it doesn't say anything t- about them. No kidding. I'd be like, yeah, that Maria's quite the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> here, here, letter writer. <laughs> like, uh, dang. Yeah, I bet they would be happy about that. Uh, the letter stated things that would make your hair stand on end. Like I walked by the news trucks when they took over my neighborhood and mocked me. I watched as you watched from the dark house in an attempt to find me. So he knew that they were outside doing a stakeout telescopes and binoculars are wonderful inventions. That's freaking creepy too, because he's looking Mm. through the goddamn windows. Um, then it escalated even more to maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, maybe something as simple as mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you feel sick day after day, after day, after day, after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet, loved ones suddenly die, planes and cars and bicycles crash, bones break. So that to me is a threat. Even though he doesn't say I'm going to do these things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a threat. (laughs) I feel threatened. (laughs) Yeah. And the telescopes and binoculars, like, I am, you don't really think about it, like, how open your house is. Like, Uh -uh. I keep, I pretty much keep my blinds shut all the time. But, like, if I'm doing something, like, during the day, I might have them open so then I can get some light and then I might forget to close them and I pull up to the house and it's like, holy crap, you can see everything I'm doing. And I probably walked around naked. Right. And you don't think about it. Our house is pretty open most of the time. I feel like. But you're not in a, 
well, I don't know. It might be worse because it's not like people could see if somebody was looking into your stuff. They couldn't. And, you know, when we moved, I do what people should do and looked up all the sex offense Mm. registries around me and like a little down it's not in my neighborhood because you know my neighborhood's really really small but it's in a neighboring neighborhood there is a guy that has been arrested for voyeurism like literally 10 times this guy just keeps doing it keeps getting caught and they aren't doing anything about it but yeah he lives pretty close and I'm like dang yeah dang that He's would be my bad titties. and i would be an easy hit <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, i don't know and i will say like our because it's so dark in our neighborhood there's not like street lights or anything you really can see like right into everybody's mm-hmm. house like my neighbor across the street i know he likes to play video games in the evening and he goes in this little room that's of their house that's like just a game room and plays video games all the time and the screen is like facing my front window so if i'm Uh sitting on the couch i can like see him i saw another neighbor in his underwear before and it's like i don't know yeah you don't expect you don't (laughs) expect people you know if you think about just passing by or something like that it's not that big of a deal because nobody's gonna take the time to actually look but Mm -hmm. if people are walking or you know you catch something out of the glimmer of your eye and who knows i mean i watched um whenever i was recovering from my surgery i watched disturbia and that Mm -hmm. is such a good freaking movie I, that is so weird that you say that because Brian and I have been trying to think of movies we feel like watching like in the evenings and I think it was during October and all I want to watch is scary stuff. I want to fit in all my Halloween movies. So everything we watched was that and he does not really like horror films at all. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't, I don't know. They're just, they don't do it for them. So we have to find things that like overlap during Halloween season and Disturbia was on our list. And I was like, man, we haven't seen that forever. And it was so good. It's so so good. I need to, I need to watch it again. (laughs) That's before Shia LaBeouf got kind of off the rails. I always loved him and I still do still love him. I do too. Hopefully he's, I read interviews with him. It sounds like he's getting more on the rails again. Yeah, he just feels very deeply, I feel like. Like, he just has a lot of stuff going on in there. But highly recommend yeah. that movie to anybody who hasn't seen it. It's a thriller. It's kind of a slow burn. Um, It's really good. But he's good. watching through binoculars, right? Yes. And, he, yeah. and it's houses. based on an Alfred Hitchcock movie from way a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. But it's good. It's good. And it reminds me of this. I mean, he was definitely being a voyeur. What's the Alfred Hitchcock movie? Because I'm pretty sure Jimmy Stewart's in it. um, And he is my favorite. uh, Rear Window. Yes, that. Okay. Anyways, I'll have to relook that back up. (laughs) Put that on my list of things to watch, too. Yeah. Yep. Rear Window is what it's kind of a remake of it. Yeah. So uh, back to all this, um, 
this guy's a creep and is basically threatening them but not threatening them which is worse because you know if you get caught you can just be like i was just saying that maybe maybe that stuff happens because it does sometimes right (laughs) sometimes planes just fall out of the sky it's weird i don't know right so even if they did catch them what like who has access to planes like you just threw that in there to get them off the scent like <laughs> right you can't nobody... make planes crash <laughs> unless you're a pilot and then you sure should not be a pilot <laughs> because you're not. nuts <laughs> <laughs> all right theories of who this may be who is the watcher the Brodus's thought that the watcher could have been one of the other people who had put an offer in on the house when they purchased it as some sort of jealousy But the sellers later confirmed that one of the interested buyers had backed out due to a medical issue and already had found another home. So it didn't really appear that there was the potential for bad blood there. Right. The next theory was that it could have been somebody who had lived in the neighborhood. There was a 60-year-old man who lived across the street with his mama. And he had been diagnosed, or I'm sorry, Yes, he had been diagnosed with schizophrenia. So that's in the TV show. Sort Is it? Of. I mean, it's like escalated, but yeah. that's interesting that that was like, I felt like they could have just completely made that up, you know? Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's very loose, loosely based because the police did question um, other neighbors about the Brodus's and they hired a private investigator to run background checks on some of the people around them but nothing was really worth noting uh the brodises sent a letter to neighbors detailing plans to actually tear down the house hoping that it would make the watcher if it was a neighbor like act angry and like try to retaliate or say something to their face but unfortunately nothing happened and that's kind of a clever thing that is that is clever i mean i would not think of that no, they're very much um deep in it. <laughs> trying yeah, I to mean, figure anything. out who this person is. Yeah. Right. They then hired two former FBI agents who found several things in the letters that indicated they were written by an older person. There was no profanity in the letters, even though the writer was very angry. They did tests on the letters, and it finally came back that the test of DNA on the envelopes uh, found that the DNA came from a woman. They started looking into women who lived there um, in the house and ran DNA tests, but they didn't find anything conclusive. Well, and in the letters, it says grandfather, father, and now myself, right? So you would think it would be another male, but I guess, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it is male, but usually males are more crazy. Eh. I mean... Well, <laughs> thinking about it a little bit, we're pretty hard crazy to too. <laughs> yeah, hard to say, but especially scorned. Just... Yeah, mm. don't scorn us. They right. could, like, if it is a male, they could just be having a female lick the envelopes too. That's true. There was one know. incident when a woman had stopped her car in front of the house for a long period of time. The police saw her and traced her car. It turned out she had a relationship with the man who lived on the block. The boyfriend liked to play a video game as a character called The Watcher, though. So that's weird. 
the police requested to interview him, but he no showed twice. So like what? You can oh, just okay, do I'm that? sorry. <laughs> that is who the watcher is, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Why do we solve all these cases in like 20 minutes? So this is in the show too, sort of. Um that somebody's character is the watcher. Uh, so I think it's interesting that they actually use that this partially happened in real life. Like the things that they used in the show that you would think, oh, they just made that up mm-hmm. was actually really happened. Yeah, that's really interesting. And so they just requested to interview him. I guess you're allowed to say no, apparently, but that shouldn't be a good sign. And you I mean it's him. Obviously. <laughs> what are the what are the chances that somebody's character is the watcher? I know. That's just weird. That's a good like, name I can't, too. It is good. But like I can't really think of like why that would be that is just a huge coincidence. Yeah. Like, Maybe he too, got bored. And he's coincidental. like let's see what happens. People get bored. Yeah unfortunately and they're like hey Idle let's hands. take this right it's like let's take this off screen and see what happens it's um weird yeah and if he no showed i mean it's him right uh well it's good to know though that if the police request to interview you you just don't show up and they'll leave you alone yeah they so don't have i feel anything like, on you oh no thank like you all, <laughs> all the people who's ever gone to talk to interviews on police they messed up stupid you dumb Mm -hmm. don't do it (laughs) Uh, according to some of the neighbors they believe that the brodises may have sent the letter themselves maybe they were just trying to you know cause some trouble they believe they could have had buyer's remorse after buying the property and were trying to get out of the sale even though that doesn't really make sense because they as far as i know in what research i did didn't attempt to try to like get out of it they were trying to sell it but they weren't trying to back out of the deal that they already had right um anyway they let's see they are still continuing to renovate the home even though that they weren't moving into it which confused a lot of people like why would you try and maybe they were trying to make a buck you know people do that all the time buy a property and fix it up and sell it for double Well, because they had already started the renovation planning on moving in when they decided they weren't. So what are you supposed to do? You're in the middle of renovating your house and you're supposed to just be like, never mind, everybody leave. You can't sell a partially renovated home. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's not that weird that they continued to renovate even though they weren't moving into it. And if you were renovating, wouldn't you be like, can you knock some holes in these walls? Like, let's see what's going on in these in these I don't know. Doesn't that get expensive? Knocking holes know. in your walls randomly? I have to imagine it would. It probably they probably have a lot of walls. Anyway. You know, the house in the TV show was a lot grander than this what one? the house actually is. Yeah. This one kind of reminds me of like the Amityville horror house. It does Wh- kind of look like the Amityville <clears throat> horror house. I was gonna say that. Yeah. Anyway, the police tested Maria's DNA and it was not a match to the envelope. So even though the neighbors were trying to put the blame on them, it was not Maria. 
but I don't know if they tested Derek. They don't say that. They have the DNA they have is a female's DNA. Oh yeah. I don't <laughs> who knows. It's 2022. You gotta take notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, you did. <laughs> uh anybody is a suspect at this point. Okay. DNA lies all the time. Oh goodness gracious. The Protuses had filed an application to divide the property in two to see if a developer would be interested. And there was a neighbor who hired a lawyer to fight the application. But after that, there was no movement. I mean, them fighting that doesn't mean anything about them either. Well, and that could be something as simple as they don't want it to turn into like apartments. You know, right. Or even if they split it into that lowers the lot mm-hmm. size and that property value. Prob- yeah, exactly. So like them fighting that is like nothing. Yeah. The Brotuses kept renting the house until they were finally able to sell it in 2019. They should have waited until this <laughs> show came out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, they're doing this wrong. They're mm-hmm. doing it all wrong. Advertise it as what it is. <laughs> Anyways, the house was sold to a young couple who purchased the home for $959,000. Maybe this house is grander than it looks in this picture. Well, it's in New Jersey, which is more expensive than what we are used to. And it looks pretty... Yeah, you're right. We live in a place where the housing is very cheap. Cost of living is very cheap. It's New Jersey, like, right outside of the city, too, huh? I think so, yeah. In a little suburb. Okay, that's why it's so expensive. I was gonna say that looks like a three to four hundred thousand dollar house, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Yeah, four or five, even not five hundred thousand more than that. Right, double. In twenty fourteen, the Brodises had paid one point three million, so they took a four hundred thousand dollar loss. That is a lot of yeah. money. Yeah, that that goes to show like they really wanted out of this. And they definitely did not write these letters to themselves. You don't take no. a $400,000 <laughs> hit when you're well, I wanna, doing it. What do they do for jobs? I don't know. To Will have I that ever kind of be money? able afford no. a $1.3 million home? Absolutely not. No. No, no offense. You will not. No. <laughs> no. Nor, nor would I want to. I feel like I told Josh if we ever bought a bigger home that we would need to be able to also hire a housekeeper because I'm done with this shit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, I would like to have the money to be able to afford a $1.3 million home, but I would not buy a $1.3 million home. Yeah. yeah. Who is going to clean that? Yeah. No, thanks. No, thank you. And I wouldn't want such a big house. That seems like it would feel lonely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Or you could get some peace and quiet. I don't, depends on how you look at it. I guess I need to be able to hear what Gio's doing. That's the problem. (laughs) First of all, right. Is that you would have to corner him off. Yeah. Because he can't just go explore. With a cage in it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Just seems like it would be too big. Even if I had older kids, it just seems like that would be too much space. And yeah. like it's not for a, used for a family of four. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not like they have seven children, right? This 
new family, this new young family that has moved in, have not received any letters from the That's watcher. Odd. That is odd. I would feel really mad. Like, why did you what, do this to us? What? what did I do to you? Right. Maybe it's like an old person and now they're just like too old. Or they're dead. Like, because when was the last letter sent? Like 2014? Yeah. And then they sold it in 2019. So yep. that's five years. Maybe the person was like old and now they're old, old. And they're like, eh, I don't have it in me to look through the telescope anymore. <laughs> yeah. These new people are boring. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not doing it for me. I'm over yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I I think that the TV show is pretty similar, like goes along with what happened basically. And yeah, it's just meh. I will say I looked up a lot of the clothes that what's her face, the mom, and and she's a famous actress and I don't remember who it is. Um, A lot of the clothes that she wore, I'm like looking online to see what they are like an idiot. Like I would buy a $300 friggin' shirt. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like everything looked so like put together and I'm like I want that everything's cream which uh-huh. also I should not be wearing I mean there's a lot of problems here with me even thinking I could pull this wardrobe off I can't wear something cream colored right uh, it will Too many certainly things. be stained right <laughs> right but yeah so her outfits were like pretty chill looked good I, I always liked the I forget his name too but the dad mm-hmm he was, I always liked him. He was in uh, Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane. That's he a did, good I mean, flick. <laughs> that is a good flick. <laughs> he did well. I feel like everybody acted well in the show, too. It just was, you know, kind of flat. Yeah, because, I mean, really, if they're going to be true to the story, that's how, I mean, that's real. It's just kind of like it, it disappears. And they yeah. get screwed hard on their mortgage. Yep. Uh, for many years and then take a huge loss but what do you do i mean yeah yeah unless and the only thing i can think of but it doesn't really make sense no never mind that's dumb because i was gonna say it would make more sense if they sold the home in 2019 and lost four hundred thousand dollars and was like we got to recoup this money somehow let's say that these people we're writing us letters of the watcher and then we'll get our own Netflix special and we'll get royalties. That makes sense, but it didn't happen because the police were involved. Right. But I'm just saying like, how am I going to break this to her? (laughs) That's not possible. (laughs) But that would have been an elaborate theory. (laughs) That would have been good. Yeah. I feel like this has to be just like a random nutty person with too much time on their hands. Yeah, because it could have been a schizophrenic. Could have been. Because there's not, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. nobody came out of this making money. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And if it was somebody that was trying to buy the house and wanted it for cheaper, they would have bought it when they put it on the market the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Just like none of it makes any logical sense. So I have decided I think it was just a bored 
person that was near near the house it is very strange that they learn the kids nicknames like that's creepy and i can't super explain that i mean could they have just looked on facebook i mean yeah if they had it on facebook if you were like that i guess maybe that's what they did i don't know i don't don't know know. either but yeah but yeah i don't know that's the story so let us know what you think who do you think did it or what your theory is yeah or like what's the motivation you might not know who did it but like what was their motivation yeah and did you like the watcher the show yes or no now that you know the true story does it change things for you where you're like oh well uh, the the story just kind of sucked and now it's they did it well (laughs) they did add they did add like some fancy things in you know to try to drama it up a bit uh yeah but still Eh, it was a want 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 but hey we had to tell it my sources (laughs) (laughs) uh the sources i used for this was cosmopolitan.com believe it or not uh and that's about it <laughs> this does Are not have serious? a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you use cosmopolitan magazine for this entire episode <laughs> yeah i did wow <laughs> wow so the story could be you know right or wrong <laughs> who knows no, they know what they're no, doing I think over they, there. They check their sources. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Thank you can God. Take this one. You can take this one to the bank. <laughs> but just uh, one, just one source. Cosmopolitan <laughs> magazine. Like I mean, a sixteen-year-old girl. <laughs> I feel like I did look at other. I did these notes a while ago, but I feel like I did look at other sources, and it was the mm-hmm. same thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, you know. It's it is what it is. So why, yes, Cosmo. Why use multiple places when you can get it all in one? <laughs> At Cosmo, I highly suggest it as a research tool. <laughs> <laughs> all you college kids out there. Yep. Cosmopolitan.com. But, but just make sure you cite your sources. Uh yeah. okay. Not well, embarrassing all. at all. <laughs> that's, that's all we had for uh episode 119 on the Watcher the True Story. We hope that you have a great day and an even better week and we'll see you next time bye bye bye